Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lives podcast. This is Brian, joined by my co-host, Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share their thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Today on the pod, we'd like to talk to you about this specific topic. Do you want to be right or do you want to reconcile? Before we hop all the way in, just want to... uh say thank you if this is your first time listening. Thanks for checking us out. If you've been rocking with us for, for a while, we appreciate every time you take a listen or watch us on YouTube. Um, we'd like to just encourage you to interact with our community. So if your search marriage is tougher on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, um, you can connect with us there. Also, we have a website, marriageistougher.com. If you'd like to be a guest, you can fill out the contact form. Uh, Fill out what topic you'd like to talk about. We'll reach out and get you on the show. There's also a full archive of all of our episodes there, so you can check us out a little bit more. Again, just search Marriage is Tougher on all social platforms. Now let's uh, hop into the show. All right. I got to tell you, I really like to be right. (laughs) (laughs) But... In my pursuit of rightness, I often block our capability to reconcile. Oh, I don't always see it enough like that. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Gas pedal. Right. (laughs) All gas, no brake. And uh, yeah, man, it often takes. A gut check from my wife to realize that that's the case in the moment right and honestly sometimes it's a, a gut check from you to realize that's what i'm doing because <laughs> you know there, there are times where we i'll say we but what i mean is me <laughs> me i struggle to communicate in areas of contention right um i'm not always comfortable with it uh, when dealing with my wife. And so I'll back off, try to take a little bit of time to, uh, you know, reformat or re re-strategize. And then I go back into it and I might have a conversation with Paul in that time. And, uh, you might throw a saying like that in my face and then put it, all of the things into perspective. <laughs> and then I'm more easily able to go back and be like, yeah, we need to, we need to move forward. Um, it's, uh, less of a problem now, but I think, uh, definitely warrants the conversation. Cause I'm sure there's some other folks out there struggling with this. Yeah. I mean, being right is a human condition of wanting, right? Like we want to be right. We want one more right to be known, uh, one, cause we don't want to look dumb. And two, there's just something about when we feel that justice is served, and some of us have a stronger, um, a stronger drawing to that than others, some could care less, and some are like, "No, everyone needs to know that this is the right thing." Right? <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of where you are on that spectrum. But in that, we have to remember there's other people involved, or in our, specifically in marriage, there's another person involved, and the rightness of the individual doesn't always um, 
need to overshadow the rightness of the collective. And I think, especially here, especially in where we are living in America right now in 2020, in the late or the early 2020s, I'll just say, um, there's a lot of individualism and we don't really understand what it's like to be in a collective per se. Um, a lot of times people are a part of a collective with the motivation to just to move up to what whatever the next level is, um, but not really all in just to be, you know, where they are, like in their family. Like, how do we just be in a family? Um, a lot of that happens to be with, you know, there's broken families and things that don't work um, or with like a position or a job. You know, a lot of us have realized like to get ahead or to move up, like, we got to look out for ourselves because no one's going to look out for you. And all that's well and good, but we don't really have a collective mindset all the time. Um, so marriage is really the only time that <laughs> it plays out um, and is has a positive effect immediately to be right as a collective. So I think we struggle with that um, in our society, at least. All right. So what I'm hearing you say is in society, in the marketplace that is our work, it has been beneficial to step on necks. <laughs> and that doesn't necessarily translate to marriage. <laughs> That's a way you could put it. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Um, yeah. Okay. I feel you. I'm, Oh, man. I feel like you just brought back this topic for me that we were talking about off air where like we want we want the credit. Right. Mm -hmm. And it is difficult sometimes to sit back and let someone else take your shine a little bit. Right. So there's like a little bit of that to this. Um It, it feels like sacrifice, I guess. Oh, I mean, well, since you brought up sacrifice, um, what do they say? Where do they say you come when you get married? When you and your wife, where, where are you standing? In front of each other. You're coming in, in front of God. Um, but they say you're coming to an altar, right? Okay, like yeah. traditionally, you're yeah. coming to an altar. What happens not in marriage at an altar? Sacrifice. Right. <laughs> so you are, if you're traditionally thinking about it, that's what marriage is, right? You're coming to an altar, which is a place of sacrifice. Right, so sacrifice mean, is meaning something is dying, or we're presenting something that costs us something. Mm. Right, so you know, in biblical days, whether it was your harvest that you offered, you had to sweat over, you had to go through the process, planting, you know, reaping, sowing, all those things, and if you had livestock, you had to bring your livestock. Same thing, but then it was you know, presented and, and or slaughtered right there. So it is a 
there's blood, sweat, and tears that is coming with this sacrifice and the sacrificial place. So I think that's something we forget is that marriage, the foundation and the beginning of our marriage is we are at this altar in front of people, in front of witnesses saying that we will sacrifice for the other. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right, we here now. Um wow. Give me a sec. I'm wrapping my mind around that. Wow. It's it's one thing to know something. It's another to practice it. And it is so easy to fall into like I say sometimes just the routine of life right like look this needs to get done this needs to get done you should have done that that way like I told you so right chasing that I'm right Mm -hmm. but your being right doesn't necessarily have to be the right for everyone for all in, for all parties involved so if you look at it more like sacrifice or compromise or making decisions for the greater good maybe you aren't going to get every little detail that you want but you will <clears throat> excuse me you will progress and arguably you would progress faster because this then allows you to be on the same page right if you're on a two-man bike pedaling by yourself you're not getting there as fast as you would like mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or potentially could right and think about it this way again with that bike right you could pedal as hard as you want but you're still carrying the weight of somebody else mm. if you pedaled faster or a little bit slower is what i meant to say but you also have someone else helping you push that weight and now you're pedaling in step with them you're probably moving faster hmm you're making me think today yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean I think today what you said about we you know putting it into practice, right? Like the the God given ordination of marriage allows him to put it, allows him to challenge us to put it into practice every day, right? We start at an altar. We're saying we're going to sacrifice for each other, and that's what it takes to be a healthy marriage. So now we're going to have chances to live out that those vows that we made those sacrifices that we said we would we would do and a lot of that a lot of the time we think of physical things or other things that we have to sacrifice for our spouse right like you know maybe one one works outside the home one works in the home with the kids you know that's a sacrifice or maybe someone's sick and someone's not sick so they're taking care of 
something else or someone's good at something and someone's not good at the other. So you kind of measure things, but we don't talk about the conversational pieces and the communication parts that are sacrifice Mm -hmm. where we think we're right um, or we think we're more right. I think that's a lot. A lot of the cases, both people have good ideas and they have solutions, but someone won't back down on their idea because they want to have the, like you said, the credit or the the nod that it was them that came up with it. Mm-hmm. When in reality, whatever you decide between the both of you, you're both doing. So you're both winning. <laughs> like, yeah. Like there is no credit. Like you get both credit. Like it's our marriage that's successful. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think it's it's a perspective shift for sure. Um, at least this portion of it about wanting to be right. Yeah. And you have to be willing to redirect, right? How do I want to say this? If you make a decision and you make it jointly, and on the back end it turns out that, hey, we should have went with the other idea, right? We don't need to go down the path of, oh, see, I told you so, and this, that, and the third. Just move. Move together. Redirect together, right? You'll you'll have learned something, and there will have still been value in going down the path that you chose to go down and just live in that, that you made a decision together. So it's, it's cool. Like, there's no benefit to trying to... Uh, you know, put someone else down because they didn't initially follow your idea, right? We, in a marriage, we moved together. We made this decision together. So now that you've made that decision together, you can't go back and say, oh, well, see, you didn't want to listen to me. And so now I just said we were going to do this your way. Like, no, no, you you decided. Pull your pants up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, and I, and I think talking about that situation right there anyway is if there are solutions on the table we should be able to poke holes in each other's uh, solutions Mm. and what should be is a merging of both Uh, it doesn't always happen obviously if you're saying let's buy one car and let's buy the other like you can't merge both cars right (laughs) and if one turns out to be a lemon there's really nothing you can do about that but other types of situations, whether it's financial goals or how to raise the kids or, um, you know, meal prepping for the week, like anything like that. Those are, or sports options for the kids. Like those are things that we can say, you know, what are, what are the things that we are non-negotiables for this situation? Or how do we bring the best between both of our ideas? And let's, Make that a let's make it a hybrid idea that is actually better than both, and more times than not, you're not gonna quote unquote fail, right? If you do it that way, um, but in the occasion like you said that you do, absolutely, let's not hold it over the other person's head. Yeah. Hmm. Is there such a thing as a non-negotiable in marriage? I mean, I feel like if we collectively decide that this is non-negotiable, then yes. And I've had this blow up in my face 
can you come to the table with a non-negotiable in a marriage? And now this is, let's say, after we've had premarital counseling, right? Um, had all the conversations that we knew to have. Can a non-negotiable from one party still exist? I, it's hard for me to say yes in this moment. Not after you've done the proper work, right? I think you can bring one up and then you work through what that looks like. Um, mm -hmm. And then it probably becomes a negotiable, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's how I'm feeling. <laughs> right? In that process, you're negotiating through the non-negotiable, but... Yeah, I don't I don't think so. Hmm. Like I'm, I'm Yeah, I'm I'm struggling to come up with something um I feel like like l less than infidelity. And <laughs> there there's some scenarios I have where or uh, some examples I have where that has even become not mm -hmm. necessarily a non-negotiable. Like I, it's a lot of work. A lot of work. So much work. But uh, I've got an example where you could recover from that. Yeah. Um, man, I got nothing on a non-negotiable. Yeah. Like, we'll we'll stand on that for now, but that's negotiable in the future if someone has one or thinks of one. You know, hit us up. Uh, hit us up on our DMs and Instagram or hit us up on uh, marriagestougher.com and leave something for us. Um, I mean, I want to kind of shift to the second part of the title, like reconciliation mm -hmm. or reconcile. Um, do you have a good definition for what that means so we can all be on the same page? Yeah, so... There's a, a couple here, and the last one in particular stood out to me. So I'll, let me just read through them quickly. Restore friendly relations between. Next, cause to coexist in harmony, make or show to be compatible. And then the last one, make consistent with another, especially by allowing for transactions begun but not yet completed. And that one stuck out to me because... I feel like until the end of the contract of marriage, till death do us part, it is inherently a transaction that has been begun, that has begun but has not been completed. So the entire process of marriage is going to involve reconciliation. Wow. I mean, yeah, I don't feel like I'm wrong on that. Again, in the comments uh, on uh, any of the socials, let me know if you disagree. But that one hit me hard. As soon as I read it, I was like, yo. Yeah. A transaction that has begun but not yet completed. It will never be completed until the end. Consistent with another. So with your spouse, you Actually, in, in parentheses, it says one account. Make one account consistent with another. Hmm. 
especially by allowing for transactions begun but not yet completed. Yeah, that is good. So do you want to be right or do you want to reconcile? So if you said, do you want to be right or do you want to stay married? (laughs) 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 Uh, I mean, that is in essence what it is, right? If we replace marriage with that definition, like, of course, this this thing is this transaction's never like it's not ending. Mm-hmm. You know? Or even with the first definitions, if you say, well, if you say, do you want to be right or and then add each definition to that, like you're gonna pick the definition. Like you're not right. gonna pick being right is not worth it when you think about it. Do you wanna be right or restore friendly relations between you and your wife? Yeah. Mm. I mean, that is, that's so real and we have to really be okay. I think it's the, it's the grand scheme of things. We look at everything so micro in the moment, what's happening. But if we step back and Hey, macro, like, is this even going to matter in a week or a month or a year? No. Like the memories that we have of our marriage is not these little stupid things that we worry about daily or the little right things. Now they're made up of little moments get us to where we're going. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, you're not remembering little things like that when you're looking back at the greatness of your marriage. Yeah. Man, I don't know if you got anything else, but I think we just nailed the end of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can wrap that up. For sure. Choose reconciliation. (laughs) Every time. Stay married. Yep. It's an ongoing, never-ending transaction. (laughs) There you go. Well, um, thanks for kicking it with us for this episode as we walk through this question and topic. If you have any other questions, further questions, disagreements, agreements, search us on all the social platforms, Marriage is Tougher, or go over to marriageistougher.com and leave a comment in the contact form. We would really appreciate to hear from you. We thank you for taking the time to walk through, and we will see you next time.